We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 27, 2014. And um, we're going to do some audios now, some audio clips, and um, kind of to solidify what we've already covered in part one. First one's from a man uh, named Fabian Calvo, and it's entitled BLM and the Deals for the Chinese Investors. So this further brings some clarification to what we've already covered from another expert, not Sam, one expert, but these other people that wrote the articles were also experts on this particular subject. So I'll go ahead and start this off. Hi, I'm Greg Hunter. Welcome to USAWatchdog.com. With us back again, our real estate expert, uh, the NoteHouse.us, his company, uh, buys and sells $100 million of uh, real estate and uh, notes in distressed property a year. We're talking about Fabian Calvo. Fabian Calvo, thank you for joining us today on USA Watchdog. Thanks for having me, Greg. It's always a pleasure. Well, you know, in the pre-interview, you were talking about some of the biggest things happening in real estate, and let's just fast forward to this uh, situation going out in Nevada, the Bundy, uh, I think it's the Bundy Ranch, where he's having hundreds of his cattle uh, being, uh, you know, confiscated by the Bureau of Land Management. He's been grazing his cattle on this Nevada land for years and years, decades, I guess, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, the BLM is coming and kicking him out. What's going on with this kind of act? Why do they want to attack a farmer and start killing hundreds of head of his cattle? Yeah, you know, this story this story has been going on for now a little bit over a week, and literally, actually much longer, and they, the, the hair on the back of my neck, Greg, it, it was standing up when I was doing a lot of research and, and speaking to some of my contacts on Wall Street, but... So the BLM, it's part of the Department of Interior. Well, you look at the Department of Interior, what have they been doing? Well, they've been, you know, through the BLM, confiscating land and going after land, for example, in the high desert in California, all over the place. And and what I'm hearing is that, you know, they're they're basically categorizing all this land for future collateralization uh, to sell off. I mean, look, in the the Weimar... So for future collateralization, meaning... They're going ahead and just basically taking all of this land ahead of time. So they're going to futurely, for future collateralization, so that whatever debt, whatever, whatever, um, uh, debtor that they've incurred to, whether it's the Chinese or anyone else, they'll already ha- have this land prepositioned in place that they can, you know, make some other sweetheart deal for and give it away. And also take your land rights away in the process, take away your ability to be on that land. And this is all by design done, being done all over the place. This, this is just one isolated incident where somebody finally actually stood up. Hyperinflation, right? After the hyperinflation, what did they back their currency with? They backed it with mortgages, they backed it with land. Uh, this is a, a, a total possibility here in America, but here's what's even more sinister and crazy. Uh, the Department of the Interior, which is the BLM is part of the Department of the Interior. Bureau of Land Management. Yes, the Bureau of Land Management. They have been approving, because I know one of the gentlemen who financed one of these deals, provided the capital for it, structured the whole entire deal. They have been providing sweetheart deals for Chinese investors. I have a laundry list here. Of, of deals that were that have been approved in the last year, whether it's Smithfield, a gigantic uh, hog producer, the number one hog producer in America, all of the farmland that they own in America, overnight the Chinese became the number one employer in a ton of cities across the U.S. 
but it doesn't stop there. Uh, solar companies, solar fields are getting approval for to build them. Chinese investors are. Uh, the battery companies that they've taken over. I mean, the list goes on and on. People can just check this out. And uh, the USDA also gave them approval to import their chickens. Why is this happening? Because it is an end-of-the-road situation where it's just like America was with England uh, when we were exercising leverage over them around World War II because we were the largest creditor nation. Now we're the largest debtor nation. We owe all this money to the Chinese. And in order to not have them dump their our debt, we're basically allowing them, through the Department of the Interior, who is stealing rancher land, killing their cattle, uh, they're, they're literally selling out America. And I, 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 this is probably one of the biggest stories going on right now uh, in, in, in the world of real estate, I believe, Greg. So they're going to take and collateralize, sell off America, is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're in the process of selling off America. I mean, that's why I wanted to play this clip. This guy just really nailed it, solidified what we just covered in part one regarding this. This... That was just one little tiny incident with the Clive and Bundy thing. Important, yes. Very important. Um, but almost more important because it brings to light this. How this is taking place in a massive scale across America on so many levels. And how the Chinese are essentially becoming our masters. I mean, it's unbelievable. They are literally in the process of doing this. I think this Bundy Ranch situation could be like the Lexington and Concord of the Second American Revolution. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but, I mean, look, people are waking up, I think, to this insanity. And when this information gets out, I mean, look, these people, in essence, drew first blood here, Greg. And we need a peaceful, uh, you know, show of we're not going to take this. We literally need a Rambo that's going to take these people on, a Rambo of the financial sector to expose their crimes in what's going on. Well, what's the implication down the road if we don't wake up and do stuff? Is China just going to own big swaths of America? Well, again, people need to understand that this isn't like a, uh, this isn't like a theory that, that's happening. This is an actual fact. They could just, all you need to do is Google U.S. Interior Department, you know, China approves or something like that, and you'll see all of these stories come up and, and things that they've been approved of. Uh, deals that they've been approved of. I think you look back in history and you see when world reserve currencies are shaky, whether it was the French, whether it was the English that had the world reserve currency, you, you see that in order to keep that world reserve currency, keep that Ponzi scheme up that the U.S. basically has uh, as long as possible, they need to be able to collateralize stuff and, and do all these sweetheart deals so that uh, the, the, the country that basically has us over a barrel, in this case China, uh, doesn't dump our debt. And one more point on this too, Greg. So this is all about propping up the dollar to keep that dollar printing out, you know, American dollar, fiat, Ponzi scheme, printing that thing out of pure thin air with nothing backing it. You got to keep that scheme going. And this is this is one of the main ways they're doing it. Not only do we owe them tons on all of the debt we owe them, but this has to do with propping up the dollar to keep that going. To keep that scam a rolling, and and so they, that's what this is all about. Just last month, we had this BBC documentary where Hank Paulson, former Secretary of Treasury, comes out and says, "In the OA crash, he was on the phone with the Chinese, pleading—that's his word, not mine—pleading for them not to dump 
U.S. mortgage-backed securities, which in all of this QE, make no mistake, a lot of that MBS mortgage-backed securities that the Fed was buying was a lot of the garbage they sold to China. They're now buying it back, and it's literally worthless garbage pieces of paper. Oh, so that's what this, uh, you know, whatever feed was now, I think it's about $25 billion a month going to the banks, buying their, their toxic mortgage debt. And that's, is that right? Is that, isn't that the now number, $65 billion total, $25 billion a month? Yeah, you know, that's the number, uh, you know, the like the, the number they tell the general public. I don't believe any of those numbers. I mean, how do you have, look, last week we had interest rates go down, 30-year 30, 30 rates, 15-year rates went down. How do you have rates going down? And, and Yellen has said, look, I'm going to keep rates low. we got to keep it really low. They understand in order for there to be any real estate, any recovery, there needs to be a real estate recovery. How do you keep rates low if they're not buying long-term debt or continuing to buy debt? It makes absolutely no sense. And and I think they're they're absolutely lying. Not only are they lying, they're lying about how much they're buying. They're they're oh buying way more. I what know for fact they have been. I mean, I know this for I know from people that are in closed door meetings with the Fed that when they were saying eighty five billion, it was really one hundred and twenty five billion. I've been saying that for at least six months. What is uh, it now? But, well, I you know now I don't know if it's one hundred and twenty five still. But bottom line is I don't believe anything that they're saying. It's much more. Because the economy hasn't gotten any better. And so, you know, look, their balance sheet's now over $4.3 trillion, the feds. And here's another point people need to understand. Because I always say all of these stories are connected, Greg. You have these banker suicides. These, I mean, these banker murders. They're being killed. It's, it's pretty obvious now. I mean, you know, look, yeah, yeah. suicide prevention people will tell you, you don't get so many people jumping off a cliff or jumping off a building. That's not even the way people commit suicide. It's like 10% of people who commit suicide jump off a building. Anyways... Okay, and again, that's something that's just been going on ongoing. More and more banker suicides. I mean, all two, three every week still. You know, one, two, three every week, it seems like. That's just been ongoing. So that also plays into this. Look, look, the people on Wall Street that I speak with tell me that it's totally plausible, some of them believe, these people are being murdered to prevent an economic Edward Snowden from exposing the financial fraud and crimes that are taking place. The system is, is, is scared to death, and that's why I'm saying we need a... a fi- so the bankers are being killed off, key bankers in key positions that know too much, okay, are being killed off so that they don't ever open their mouths about all of the just unbelievably treasonous, illegal activity that's taking place in the banking industries worldwide. Financial Rambo to come out and literally expose what they're doing. Uh, and, and you're talking, you know, you and I often talk off, 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 off interview, and you ask me, well, what's the black swan that could, you know, derail their pump and dump schemes and everything else you got going on for the real estate market? Because the real estate market, I, I got a lot to say about that too. But um, And it's the fraud being exposed. I mean, look, if you have an economic Edward Snowden come out and, and, and and exposed to fraud of the derivatives, to credit default swaps, the manipulation of interest rates, it's game over. I mean, the, you need trust in a financial market for it to operate. And if trust blows up, it's game over. And, Greg, you see the cracks already taking place. The market plunged 2% yesterday, NASDAQ did at least. Last Friday, market was down. In my opinion, I think people are really getting shaky as far as the trust in this financial market. Okay, so he... Really good synopsis of not only what's going on at the at the Bundy Ranch, but how that relates to the propping up of the dollar and 
the banker suicides, and how all of this is really interrelated, uh, what's, what's going on there. So, I wanted to play that, that uh, clip there. Okay, so let's go to the next report, and it's entitled Bundy Ranch, 20 State Reps from the Coalition for Western States. Um, this is a call to Oath Keepers and militia members rotating shifts to commence at Bundy Ranch. Michael Doyle sent a message to the Next News Network saying we need 50, 30 to 50 men to man and post guard duty for rotating shifts. See, they can't, the thing is, is that Harry Reid and the BLM and them, they can't have Americans bowing up to them and making that statement. I knew when this happened that it's just a matter of time before they come back in. And that's why I think the more media press this gets in a positive way toward, uh, I guess you call them the patriots, the better. You know, now, again, when they come out this week and, you know, demonize Clive and Bundy or whatever, that's, they're doing that so that when they do make their big push or whatever, you know, they'll have supposed more justification because he's a dirty, filthy racist anyway that a law-breaking, dirty, filthy racist that needs to go down because Harry Reid has to have that, you know, solar farm to uh, and uh, that all that land so that he can collude with the Chinese to make another sweetheart deal. And you can't have some little ant standing up to Satan and bowing up to Satan. Uh, no, 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 we can't tolerate that. That's, that's not the type of message we want to send to America. So that's what this is all about. You know, so um, I'm going to go ahead and play this little uh, clip here. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play this. Hey, what's up, everybody out there in YouTube world? I got a quick update for you, ranch update. Uh, Michael Doyle just sent me a message on our YouTube inbox. Uh, He's saying we need 30 to 50 men to man posts for guard duty and rotate shifts. We've got a field kitchen and three meals a day. If homeless vets want to help, we are occupying the ranch for three-plus months. So uh, if you're a homeless vet or if you wanted to go out and help, the, the, the wash shifts have commenced, and they need people out there. So they want 30 to 50 men uh, on standby or on the clock. You will be fed. Uh, you will be taken care of. Uh, by the good folks out there. So comment below if you need to interact with some of the people and need more information and share this video. Get the word out. Thanks. So that was just one of the things they're, hey, they're doing up, there. Everybody out there and YouTube. Sorry about that. Um, and then the next is also meet the 20, meet the coalition, 20 state legislators from Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Montana, and Idaho have teamed up together to make sure this doesn't happen again. I mean, I think it's absolutely wishful thinking, but I do think it's great at the same time. Um, uh, make sure this doesn't happen again and that the federal land is transferred to the state level, uh, allowing the states and the counties to manage the land, not some faraway federal bureaucrat in Washington. Um, and let's go ahead and just play this clip here. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play this. We've got more video now coming in uh, from our camera operator down at the Bundy Ranch. Uh, this video uh, is with the 
coalition of Western states, uh, the, the state representatives that traveled uh, from a number of Western states down to the Bundy Ranch, uh, Matt Shea from the 4th Legislative District of Washington, uh, Robert Korber from Arizona, uh, Michelle Fiore, who is in Nevada, uh, Barry Weller from Apache County, Arizona, David Taylor from Washington State. Let's go now to their comments at the Bundy Ranch. This isn't going to stop here with the Bundy Ranch. It's already happening in other places in America, like up in North Idaho with the Sackett family, Bill Demers in eastern Washington, and also previously in Nevada with the Hage family. So we're here together because this is not going to stop with just this happening. And I also want to say very clearly that this is a war on rural America, and that's why I'm proud to announce today that we are forming a coalition of Western states. I'll let you figure out what the acronym stands for. And... Here's the other part of this that is great. 20 state legislators out of this morning from Utah, Idaho, Montana, Arizona, and Nevada have joined this coalition to make sure that this does not happen again and we transfer federal lands to the state level and allow the states and the counties to manage this land not far away Washington, D.C. Last thing I would say is a 10-year Army combat... So you see they're getting some momentum with this. I mean, and now we're dealing with state legislators... Um, that are really jumping on this bandwagon. And this is why this came out this week with Clive and Bunny, to get all of these people doing this to back off. Because now it turns into something, a race issue, you know, against blacks. When, okay, it's not even about that. It's not even remotely about... But, of course, we always have to play the race card. We always got to throw that in there, you know. And, it, you know, Desert Tortoise thing wasn't working, so now let's throw in the race card. And... and I see, I really saw a lot of positive momentum up until this last weekend when Glenn Beck came out with his hit piece and, and, and all of these things going on, uh, all by design. Because they've got to try to stop this momentum. A veteran, it is chilling to watch people who join the military to defend American citizens point rifles on American soil at American citizens and women and children. A sniper rifle is not due process. We cannot let that stand as legislators, regardless of what state we're in. Hello, I'm Robert Corbell. I'm from Greenland County, Arizona. I agree with everything he says, and we can this this assumed jurisdiction that they have for this property rights is also applies to the Endangered Species Act, their environmental law. They're using a an assumed jurisdiction to promote and use this to take property rights all over the nation, and it's got to be stopped. I also the Constitution's being trampled on, and we need to do something about it. The people are finding standing up. Thank God. God bless. My name is Michelle Fiore. I'm Nevada State Assemblywoman for District 4. I have to tell and urge all of you to please get to know each and every one of your elected officials. Whomever's running for office in your county, in your city, call them, meet them, get to know them, and make sure that they stand with you, and they'll stand on the front lines when a, when a disaster like this is about to happen. Now, I don't know if they mentioned this. This is all being, they're at the Bundy Ranch compound. They've got a huge, all these motorhomes and all the stuff there um, when this when these took place. These people are being interviewed there. So the actual state legislators and these types of people are there on the Bundy Ranch. And, again, really good positive momentum. My name is Barry Weller. I'm a supervisor in Apache County, Arizona. I'm here to support the Bundys and to support this process that is going on. This conflict is not new, and it's not over. 
this conflict is not singular. It's, it's widespread, as my compadre said. This is a war in rural America. We need you to stand up. I'm here to call all those thousands of other supervisors to stand up for your citizens. We are like the sheriff. We are to protect our citizens. We're not to uh, be ruling them and showing them what to do. We are here to protect them. And when issues like this come up, we need to stand with them and protect them. I call on you to do that. This is State Representative David Taylor, 15th District, in the, from Moxie, Washington. Folks, it's time for action. It's right now. We've got to take the action. It means at the local level, our county commissioners take action through coordination to ensure they have a seat at the table so that they're there and they know early when something like this with the Bundy family is going to happen. It's time for our state legislators from all over the West to move forward from federal land transfers to get the, the land back under the management of the states. The best government is the government closest to the people. And we've been asked why we made the trip from Washington down here. Folks, it's real simple. If we don't stand up right now for our neighbors, there won't be anybody left when they come for us. God bless all of you. Nice. Well done. Steve, one last thing. Okay. For everybody... Really nice to see some, like, state, local, level type of legislators making this kind of stand. You know, vocally, I, I, I mean, that's, it's, it's encouraging, it really is. Watching today, I think one of the most important lessons out of this is if we stand on principle as Americans, we don't give up, we don't back down, we win. That's why we all have to be involved. It's going to take all of us, not just legislators, not just sheriffs, but every single American to restore God, honor, and constitutional republic. Well, it looks like this coalition is certainly uh, concerned with the, the situation there at the Bundy Ranch, but they're also concerned with restoring honor and integrity to the rule of law and the Constitution of the United States. Stay tuned for more on this developing story. Okay, so the people that we just heard from, and there's links here in the PDF, were Michelle Fiore, Matt Shea, represents the 4th Legislative District, Spokane, Washington, uh, Barry Weller, District 3, Supervisor, Apache County, Arizona, David... Taylor, State Representative, 15th District. Um, anyway, these are just to name a few. These brave representatives are standing up for what is right and our constitutional rights. Uh, please help the Oath Keepers. And it's saying by donating here for food, water, etc. Out of the words, it's it's what's actually feeding um, these crews of rotating. Because, I mean, obviously Satan's out there. Our government is out there wanting to take whatever... Uh, uh, try to try to capitalize on any weakening of the people out there, um, and they're just waiting. They're just waiting. So they're trying to keep up a strong show of force, but obviously that takes time, food, water, money, resources in order to do it. Um, they plan on having revolving ships to help the Bundy and our freedoms. Next report, 50 political leaders from nine states gather in Utah to discuss ways to take back control of federal lands. Now, this is from the Salt Lake Tribune. This happened right after this as well. Western states have gone on the offensive against the federal government as 50 political leaders from nine western states are meeting to take back their land from federal government with accusations that the feds continue to mismanage the land that states will be better prepared to handle. Now, this is something totally different than what... The, the legislators you just talked, we just had. This is 
whole totally different meeting. Um, we learn here that this meeting was planned prior to the Bundy Ranch standoff, and they only term, which they only term as a symptom of the overall problem. The video below is a must-see interview with the BLM whistleblower who exposes the military-industrial complex's role in the Fed's actions against the Bundy Ranch. And you can click there to watch it if you like. I'm not going to play that one. It's time for the western states to take control of federal land within their borders. Lawmakers and county commissioners from western states set on Utah's capital on Friday. More than 50 political leaders from nine states convened for the first time to talk about their joint goal, which is wresting control of oil, timber, and mineral-rich lands away from the feds. Well, you know, that's pretty wishful thinking, but at (laughs) at least there's talk of this and there's an effort, you know, uh, toward that. And then it goes on to say, Representative Ken Ivory says, it's simply time, um, the urgency is now. Utah House Speaker Becky Lockhart was flanked by a dozen participants, including the counterparts from Idaho and Montana, during a press conference after the day-long closed-door summit. U.S. Senator Mike Lee addressed the group over lunch. Ivory said, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Wyoming, Oregon, and Washington were also representatives. So, you know, I just thought that that was kind of an encouraging thing there that we're seeing, and um, hopefully we'll see a lot more of it. I had this from a listener on an unrelated story. Listener update. A friend of mine um, from upstate New York said the local small town had a rally March 31st on which... 14,000 weapons were simultaneously discharged at noon. Hopefully they didn't fire them all up in the air, because that's a lot of bullets coming down. I'm sure they didn't, but... Anyway, those gun owners will be joining other armed New York citizens for a march on Albany next Tuesday. I I hope all of us are in prayer for them and the government to back down. Here's what she wrote. Gloversville, in Gloversville, on March 31st, 14,000... Weapons were discharged at noon on the April 15th march in Albany. Um, I'm sorry, I don't don't understand that part. Anyway, it says, um, he said that New York State is going upside down over trying to confiscate and register these weapons. It's turning into a fiasco. There's just tons and tons of resistance toward weapon registration and resistant and this is what we need to have i mean if we just lay down to the to satan and say yeah yeah here whatever you want satan and then he's going to say well you know what i want your wife next i want your kids too you know it's never going to end so you know that's that's what tyranny is and that's what we're we're increasingly coming under and people are finally starting to reach a point where they're saying okay enough is enough whatever Whatever. If I die, die. You know. Resisting this wicked tyranny and evil. Then, you know. And I mean, that's the thing with the Bundy. Those people were were prepared to die. A lot of them were. And it could have went that route. And I think, from a satanic standpoint, they were really wanting that to happen. There was a lot of indicators that that was exactly the plan. And for them to have a mass slaughter of BLM agents is what they really wanted. You know. Because then they could blame it on the wicked patriots and, you know, just, okay, here we come. 
And so that's what they, that's what they were really after. So that's all I have for um, part two. Um, we're going to go to then now the dedicated study regarding King James next. So God bless you, and we'll see you in the, the uh, dedicated study coming up.